0: We get a lot of questions about email marketing, so we invited Hannah, an account manager on our marketing team, to talk about email marketing, and that's what's up next. We're here, and we ditched Ryan, and we have Hannah from our agency team. <laughs>
1: we upgraded.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Woo! This is the, this is a a better female to male ratio. You oh, know. Yeah. For sure. Sorry, I'll take what I can get in the cycling industry.
1: <laughs> hey, our company is. Uh... There's a lot of, there's a lot of females in big positions in our company.
0: Yeah, isn't our like our highest up, like our steering committee, isn't it about fifty percent women now?
1: You know, don't have to count for a minute, but I'm not allowed in those meetings, so I don't know.
0: No, but anyway, but yeah, we've got Hannah. She's an account manager on our agency team. She works with some of our largest clients, and uh, we're here to talk about email marketing.
1: Welcome, Hannah
2: welcome thanks Thanks for having me it's an honor
1: yeah Yeah. good um and and you susie you and hannah are both off fresh off some presentations at frostbite right
0: we are and hannah's
1: Mm -hmm. hannah yours was directly related to email marketing right it was well that's what we want to talk about why is that still important is email or anybody still reading emails
2: they are a lot of people are still reading emails um, I like email marketing because it's a really good way to reach people. Um, people are checking their inboxes all the time and you can reach a targeted group or you can do a large group and get as specific or as general with the messaging as you want.
0: Cool. Do you see like certain types of emails performing better? You said maybe you whether you can send out to your whole group or partially or
2: Yeah, I think the targeted emails um that are really narrowed in on a specific group of people based on their uh, actions are what's most effective, um, which makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, the large emails to everyone else—they're still effective, but you're not going to get as high of a click-through rate.
1: And in, in the, one of the benefits of this, that as you send more and more emails, you you get back more and more data on the performance, and it helps a particular business really hone in on where they can be effective.
2: Yep. So the more emails we send, the more data we get, like you said, Mark, and then we can figure out what people like, what people don't like when they like to receive their emails and then improve on how we're sending them from there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's probably important just to develop like a cadence that works, you know, for you or for the retailer kind of thing. Yeah.
2: So everyone does it a little different. Um, some people like to do like Tuesday, Thursdays, other people like to do just Fridays. Um, but really, we try to look at what works best for each company or each shop and then follow that trend and sometimes we'll go out and know oh, let's try another day of the week and just see how that see how that goes um, mm-hmm. but once we find something, we stick to it often, yeah, that makes sense
1: so the um some people will ask about uh, at least ask me about uh, I get too many emails you know what what's the what do we do? Because I mean, that that is a thing. I get a lot of emails. Some of them I read, some of them I don't. How do we right. work with that? Is that is that something? To, is it, should that stop me from thinking about email marketing?
2: No, it should not, because you are receiving a ton of emails, which means it is a really competitive space to get people's attention, and it's competitive because it's working. So if you are not competing in that space, you're definitely not getting those people's attention. So it's all about the content of your emails, and then a lot of it is like the subject line and. Um, how are you in a, in a split second getting someone's attention and capturing it enough for them to click?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So like, what's, what's your process like? You said all those important things. Like, What do you start
2: with? <laughs> uh, start with the, we have a conversation about what the email is um, going to be about. And then sometimes we need to streamline it. Lots of ideas are great, but the most effective way to do things is one main subject and then maybe a couple of subtopics. Um, you don't want to overwhelm people. So I guess getting the content narrowed down and um, really focused is the first step. And then the design uh, should be consistent with your branding. So if you have specific colors or font that you use, it should definitely be used in your email so it's easy to be recognized. And then you can play around with the design, though. There's some really fun things out there. And I like this. I like the designs um, aspect because it gives our designers who are really talented a chance to be creative. And then... Rarely, most of the time, the shops love what we put out. So, and they of course approve it or we go back for edits Mm -hmm. before it ever goes out live.
0: Cool. Yeah. So you kind of mentioned that the subject line is the first thing that a customer Mm -hmm. is going to see. Do you have any tips for, or what are your, how do you, how do you write headlines or subject lines?
2: (laughs) Yeah. So that's, it's tricky sometimes. You can really, go into a rabbit hole and if you overthink it, but it should be short and it should be, um, accurately telling you what's in the email, but it shouldn't be boring. So it's kind of a fine line. Um, something exciting, I guess. Um, but again, short, you don't want a whole sentence. And then sometimes it's fun to throw an emoji in and, Ah. I wanted to ask. There. Yeah. <laughs> I like the emojis. Um, I see a lot of them in my inbox and it definitely gets my attention. Mm-hmm. Um, so if there's a one that fits with the subject, uh, we, use, we use bikes a lot. But I do like to <laughs> that makes sense. reach out and see the other things. That's a yeah. good tip,
1: though. I mean, we're all getting these emails and, and you're right. I, some of them I see I can't help but open and look at. So mm-hmm. is that something we talk to clients about or anybody we, we would suggest considering it is what works for you?
2: Yeah. Um, usually I talk to the client and say, do you have any ideas? Because depending on the, the, like, uh, personality of the shop that can really affect what you, how you're writing the email and like the voice of it. So if mm-hmm. they have something that they really think would resonate strongly, we work on that. Sometimes it works. Sometimes we fine tune that a little bit and then, um, that's usually how we go about things. Or sometimes they're like, what, what do you think? And then I start thinking.
1: You get to go crazy with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You said something earlier, too, that I think I get a lot of... Um, it's almost like a lot of people still think more is better. But in these things, you mentioned being maybe one main subject and a couple of subs. And, and people still ask for newsletters. And I think that's the distinction. We're not suggesting... Mm they send a weekly diatribe out with 14 or 15 different topics, right?
2: Right. Yeah. Cause people don't usually have time to read that. So, uh, keeping the email clean looking and then the copy short and mm-hmm. to the point is really important. Otherwise, cause I'd, people probably aren't going to sit down and read your whole email no matter how short it is. Yeah. So you need to make sure that your design and the calls to action are, you know, getting your point across and mm-hmm. having people take the action that you're intending.
0: I think that's such a good tip too. When you're thinking about marketing your own business, like think about what catches your eye from other businesses. Like how do you pay attention to emails in your inbox? Do you, you know, what catches your eye with a subject line or do you read a whole yeah. email?
2: I don't. <laughs> I don't really read whole emails normally. Uh, I think we're all pretty busy. Um, so let's see what catches my eyes. Emojis touch my eyes. And yeah. then just like witty subject lines. Um, it's, but again, it's about the shop's voice. It can't be too edgy. You, you know, you can't be too clickbaity. It's got to be accurate of what's in the email. Mm-hmm. But it still needs to be interesting.
0: Yeah. I do like a good pun sometimes. Yeah, so do <laughs> I.
2: <laughs> and in the right situations, they work great. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So. And I there think... is a resource. Um, Oh gosh, what is it called? I have it on my computer. Uh, I haven't used it in a while, but it helps rewrite the subject lines. It's like a mm. free Chrome third-party extension. Mm.
1: Um, we'll share that, that in the notes below. So yeah. if you get that yeah. to me when we're done, I'll make sure there's a link to it down there.
2: Okay, cool.
1: cool. That's, a hand, that's a handy tool. So is it does it look at subject line length or the probability it might be spammy or that kind of stuff?
2: Yeah, it looks at all that stuff. And then... Um, I think I haven't used it in a while, but I think you type in like what you are thinking and then it gives it a score based on its length and its words, cool. what kind of words are in there. And then it, I think it gives you suggestions on how to make it better and improve like the score. Super. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool. What are you mentioned spammy? What are like some, some maybe things to avoid in a subject line? Yes. Click,
2: click, click <laughs> don't, don't put click here. <laughs> um, anything that looks too outrageous, I think, like too good to be true, or like, mm. um, I think of the spam that I get, and it's like if it has weird stars or like maybe things that aren't common English, it looks a little like it could be a trap. Yeah. I and think I for that <laughs> that's
0: <a good> call. <laughs> I think for a while we were seeing maybe like some things in all caps would get sp- um flagged for spam, especially oh, yeah. like anything with free.
2: Yeah. And I haven't used too much of that in the subject lines I've been putting out. Um so I don't haven't run into that lately. Um I think it's one thing if you Capitalize like all caps, like one word or like two words. But if the whole subject line is in caps, I can definitely see how that's getting spammed
0: and off-putting all at the same yes.
2: time. <laughs> all of it. Yeah, don't want to be yelled at.
0: You know, we all have mm-hmm. the aunt that sends all caps texts. Mm-hmm. Don't be, don't be that marketer. Be <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, like for smart Tailing, sometimes if we're releasing a new feature. Um, and I want to catch people's eye. I will put like new in all caps just to yeah. be like,
2: you know, like good things. Cool. That's, that's understandable. And I don't think that's spammy.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope not. I'm just like, please, this is something cool. And now include <laughs> it included in your subscription. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: So what are the, um, you know, I mentioned that thing where it feels like uh, sometimes people want to do more, 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 more when more is not the thing. What, what are some other uh, maybe historical things that used to be okay that we ought to be looking out for. Or just mm. things in general as it relates to email marketing or other digital marketing.
0: Um, I, I th- speaking specifically to like um accessibility issues or how screen readers will read things. A lot of times, like an email that is purely all graphics can be kind of a deterrent. You want to include some text, and of course, have maybe some alt text on your graphics. That's one I've come across.
2: Yeah, that's a good one. Um, colors with accessibility, um, cool. make sure the colors are accessible to, to people of all abilities. So you want to make sure that anyone who has a, um, visual disability isn't excluded from your emails. Um, so, so
1: good contrast then.
2: Yeah. Good contrast. And then overall pleasant color schemes are nicer. Um, that's kind of personal preference, but there's some colors that I don't think go together. Um, (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then as far as just regular digital stuff, like I know some people like slideshows on the homepage were really popular. um, But when you cram anything more than probably three slides in to a slideshow, you're not really doing yourself justice. People aren't going to be seeing those. So keeping the slideshow short, if you have one, um, it's highly recommended. Yeah. Mark, what do you think of
1: uh, You know, we covered a lot of it. I think it's still a, it's still one of the best ways you can reach clients mm-hmm. or customers. Um, it's still super cost effective. Yeah. You know, the tools for that, the MailChimp, or the constant contacts are not prohibitively expensive. If you're handy with those tools, you can do it. If you need to outsource that work, it's not a project that's crazy expensive. Mm-hmm. So I think it's still a, you know, an excellent medium especially when our options are an ever more crowded organic social feed. That's in, in an algorithm you have to battle yeah. anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think from the consumer standpoint, I, I think they still appreciate the control they have. They don't have to get those emails. If they don't want them, they can opt out of them, and which is one right. of the, that's it, probably one of the tools we use to decide if we're doing a good job. If, you know, if an email gets 10% of its, Uh, send to get opted out, we didn't do a good job with that. If it's one or two people, that's okay. We did the right job. We're finding the right audience. I think it's still Mm -hmm. an excellent medium Mm -hmm. uh, to get our message out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, something I always kind of think about Um, whether, you know, when I was building emails for retailers, I know Hannah is like probably building emails just like all day, every day. Um, So you're so, yeah, so you're so immersed in it. But I know one thing that a tip um, actually from Lauren, our agency director was just like always focus on making it easy for the consumer. So whether it's you know, the subject line relates to the email, you have a main graphic that is catchy, um, nice to look at, and then kind of leads them through the things that would make sense and makes like, there's intuitive links. So whether you're promoting a certain bike category, it's going to go to all your bikes are in that category, or, you know, I think you sometimes you just get sent to a lot of home pages. So just think, yeah. I think maybe think critically about where you're sending people.
2: Yeah, they should Customers or clickers whoever's clicking should be doing the least amount of work to get where they're supposed to be going.
0: That's a really good way of thinking about it. Just like the least amount of work, the least a number of clicks to get to what you want to show them.
1: You think there's any uh mail, physical mail in that airplane that's flying over? Whoever's house that's flying over?
2: (laughs) (laughs) My back door is open. that is it's awesome. nice out. Yeah. 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 It's really nice out today.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, you know, we talk a lot about selling through emails. So, so do emails always have to have like an offer you think, or do they always have to focus on products?
2: No, I don't think so. I think a good mix of products and then, um, education or knowledge is good. Cause you, you are selling them things. Obviously you're a business, but you also want to like be their source, or mm-hmm. uh, their go-to spot for cy- uh, cycling knowledge and like, advice, and so as long as you are doing a healthy mix of both, I think that you're good. You're pretty. You're on a good path. Um, and offers are great, mm-hmm. but if you're giving people coupons all the time, it's not as special. So maybe yeah. a coupon every now and then, um, or don't give coupons at all if that's not your thing. You don't it, have and- to get a coupon.
1: It, it, I think that's a good point too. Cause we, we, when we talk about marketing, often the assumption is we're always selling something and that's not necessarily true. Sometimes we're communicating uh, important things, but not necessarily mm-hmm. by this thing. And certainly, certainly for sure, even if we're talking about product, it, it's not always on sale. Um, you know, right. the, these days inventory has been tough to come by. Uh, new categories have risen like gravel and, in e-bikes. So sometimes we're just talking about those products. So it doesn't always have to be about a sale or the perception that they're getting something for free or for nothing. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, isn't that true? Right. There's more than just the sale aspect of that.
2: Definitely. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. What, what else? But it is, it yeah. is also a really good way to sell, especially mm-hmm. like targeted emails. Um, Cause then you can get granular and actually send people exactly what they're looking for at the right time yeah and it's not annoying most of the time because that's what they bought already or like that's you know they like that Mm -hmm. Uh, so there's good there's good things too in selling but
0: yeah I think uh we've um you know everyone is different and each of our preferences and how we prefer to be marketed to or contacted all varies um, but I, for one, I like a, you know, a, a targeted email based on a purchase I made that maybe is suggesting some similar products. Maybe it's got my name in the subject line <laughs> makes me feel
2: special. Yeah, I think so. I like those too. Um, and I definitely pay attention more. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: All right. So have good things to say. Keep it brief. Mm-hmm. Keep it catchy. Don't mm-hmm. be spammy. Yep. This is still a great medium to get your message out. Cost effective. What else? What else did I miss?
0: Well, that was. We
1: that could, was, that we was could was add concise. a three minute podcast. That was, real,
0: that was really concise. <laughs> email marketing how to. My yeah. mark still. Done.
1: <laughs> that takes, it takes a little longer than that to actually do the email, but still a good, yeah. a good thing. Hannah, anything else before we wrap it up? Any, any other last tips for, for folks? Um,
2: Hmm. No, I think you covered it in your, your bullet pointed list there. I think all of those are really good. And, um, I think there there is opportunity to have fun with the emails though. They, they should show your personality of, of your shop and, uh, they're intriguing that way. It helps build your base of customers and interest.
1: Cool. Yeah. Susie, anything else?
0: I don't think so. I mean, let us know if you have questions. We'll throw a couple of resources down in the description. Um, like the, subject line builder suggestion that hannah suggested <laughs> i've got a couple other resources um but yeah just pay attention to your inbox see what catches your eye try some things out like we mentioned it's really cost effective you know there's lots Perfect. of different design tools built into things like mailchimp so just uh yeah give it a try
1: yeah. And if you have questions, reach out to the team. You can reach the support team or reach over to the marketing agency, uh, just whoever you need to talk to. We're happy to chat about it. We'll get all this wrapped up and posted. And if anybody has uh, questions, uh, put those in the comments and we'll get them answered. We'll pull Hannah back in if we need to get her to answer those questions. Yeah. Hannah, thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate it.
2: Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for
1: having me. Thank right. you.